Coming up, we talk about fiasco with the World Press Photography and Fur of the Year 2014. We talk about efforts. Matt had a nice time this month shooting, and I kind of had a nice time shooting this month. You win with a new one because we have got no theme this time, so we'll see how we do. And then we nitpick through everything, honestly, with you win also with Pascana. Without further ado, episode 45th is. You cannot be serious. That ball was on the line. Konnichiwa, this is New Vocal. Shalom, this is Matt Cohen. Welcome to Big Lens Fast Shutter, where we demystify the world of sports photography. And if you've forgotten, and I know you haven't, it is never too late to send a couple of bucks uh, our way. Since this is a 100% user-funded audiovisual entertainment, please click on the PayPal donations link on our website to show us how much you love us. Because we're here to make you a better sports photographer. Now, to news. Matt Cohen. News. Here at News, both Ryu and I will tell you our best and worst shoot of the previous month. We talk about ourselves because we're egomaniacs. I just thought about this. Should we, like, kind of, we have a lot of things to talk about, kind of current affairs thing, like, not related to us, but more so of what happened in the world of sports photography. And I think we should, should we talk about this here, about world press photo? I think that has, I think that goes with the effort versus results thing, right? Okay. Yes, we do discuss things and decide things on the air. We usually don't, really, but... So, Matt Cohen, news. Good and bad. The best and the worst of January and a bit of February. No bad shoots uh, recently. Luckily, lots of basketball still. And I've been trying to change it up and shoot with different gear and shoot from different places. And it's been going pretty well. I've been fairly happy with what I've gotten recently. I have to say the best shoot was on Saturday. I drove up to Red Bluff, which is a place where I shoot rodeo a lot. And I shot a high school rodeo, but I didn't shoot the action. I was just there to get pictures from my Under the Brim project. And it was kind of cool being around high school kids, seeing, I don't know, I guess the early stages of what becomes the people that I shoot on a regular basis. Really good kids, very eager to participate. And it was fun being able to make the same pictures that I've been making of adults of 14 to 18 year old kids. So I got a lot of good stuff. And so that was a fun little trip. And that was basically my month. That was January? Uh, no, that was up until yesterday, but it's all the same. I really have I've shot only basketball and then that rodeo. I did something I can't really talk about. So that's quite cool. This is something um, I shot someone who is an internet sensation which when it comes to football and i shot them in paris i can only say it that much that was really that was really quite interesting because it's really something that i don't usually do they were shooting videos um at the same time and that really irked me because i was told beforehand that we, i was going to have time for my own to actually do shoots like set shoots and things like that with them unfortunately that didn't happen so i had to wait for a long time and 
between like you know takes i had to like ask them to do stuff for me and that was it so it was a bit crap but all in all it's interesting um interesting to basically talk to young people it's been a long time to do like like you know half my age or even less than half my age so it's quite interesting to do that very eager very wanting to become you know famous and everything and yeah you know kids are the future we gotta you know keep on saying it to ourselves my worst shoot was the Bayern versus Schalke match which I shot for Rabona and the problem was that uh, I was supposed to shoot Bayern and then I think like 15 minutes in um, one of the Bayern guys got sent off like a straight red so they were like 10 man down and trying to you know do 10 versus 11 thing for the rest of like 70 minutes and that didn't go very very well because when you've got 10 you can't really go on all-out attack again even against an inferior opponent such as Schalke was they couldn't commit that many people up front and eventually it was a draw so you know all that time spent money on those those I mean I didn't pay for it but those of different things um you end up with basically you know nothing and those you know those matches are really tough because you know for the fact that if if they're at full strength there are a lot more things i could have done because they would have be more on the offensive oh by the way we just did a critical beatdown for uh tom beery he decided to i think matt's gonna post right you're gonna post that one soon because i think it's public one yeah uh matt's gonna post that one soon biglandsfashow.com website so you can actually have a look what he did tom beery is that he well he paid us to uh critique his uh, portfolio if you've got that money you can do that as well so we will accept up until 15 images that you want for us to critique of your portfolio and we will then make a video of your critique or if your photos of your maximum 15 photos uh portfolio and you will be able to choose whether or not that that critique which is going to be on youtube will be made public or you keep it private it's really up to you i mean it's, it's your it's your money it's your video you can do whatever you want a lot of people have find it very very good because you probably don't i mean the video is about like well usually like more than an hour long so we do talk a lot about your photos and your photos alone and at the end we will give you advice as what you can do for the future if you want to you know become a professional photographer personal sports photographer or even if you're just doing this as a hobby if you want to become better and if you think training ground is not enough this is definitely something that you can think about using yes of course it costs money because nothing's free in life but we guarantee you it is going to be well worth it for you if you're very serious about it i think it's something you want to you know be looking into so if you want to do that please contact us through Flickr, or you can contact us through biglinsfastshadow.com uh, i think there's uh, our email address is going to be over there as well so you can contact us through that In Masterclass, we pick a topic in sports photography and we serve it on a plate to your ears. You got something to say? Tell us at BigLensFastShutter.com. Big topic, really. I think the segue probably is made easier if we start talking about the uh, the grand prize, not really grand prize winner, but the category winner for sports of the recent World Press Photo, 2015, I guess. No, it was 2014, really, because it was from images from 2014. I'm sure some of you have seen it. Some of you haven't. The winner was uh, Messi looking at the World Cup right before the match started um, in the final in Rio 2014 around July. If you have seen the picture, you have to... I had a really weird reaction to it because like, there's a bit like a swirly bucket to it. And I kind of thought like, okay, so if I take that out and I just like see it, Messi's making a funny face and looking at that cup and like that's basically it. Maybe he's not even looking at it. I think it's a very average picture does it deserve to be first uh no 
So what does it say about the jury out there who actually works for the World Press Photo? I don't know. I, I think they're quite flawed. I mean, stuff we saw last year was much, 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 much higher level than it was this year. And they were saying like a lot of the uh, sports images were manipulated by Photoshop. And that's the reason why they took out a lot. A lot of, you know, Photoshop has been done to sports photos or whatever other photos out there. Um, even the photojournalism world. But it cannot be like that bad that you have to use that picture as the first prize winner. So I think Matt probably has want to say a little, little bit about that. And we'll move on. Well, I, I like this even less than you do. I don't think that this is really anything more than a snapshot. I don't think that this is anything that these people on their phones, you know, and the, the lower rim of this is all people mm-hmm. with their camera phones out. I, I don't think that this picture is any better than those. No, I agree. I mean, I agree like to a point that it, this should not be. I think it's just a really bad standard for World Press Photo if that is the number one photo. What are we saying? It will sound really weird if I say if that wasn't messy, would it make it a picture and it doesn't at all there's no chance that this picture gets out of the first round if it wasn't messy like the only thing about this picture is that it's over the last however many years one of the clear-cut two best players in the world who now probably will never win this and that's the only reason why they would actually have that. that's it but even if he won, if like if they had won, this picture wouldn't even be worth as much as the fact that they lost and he doesn't get to have it. If somebody put this in a training ground, I wouldn't slag it. I wouldn't say, oh, this sucks. Go back to square one. But I would say, OK, well, let's look at the crop. Let's look at the his teammate looking down. Let's look at the people looking like they're bored who are in the frame. Let's look at all the people in the very background who are out of focus, who are looking at something else. You know, like the, the world's greatest player is looking at the trophy. And this moment isn't even interesting enough for those people to be turned mm. around looking at Messi. Who are they looking at? The German team? I Who knows? What I don't understand is that why this would be selected over. I'm sure there are plenty of other photos that are much, much better than this one. I can't imagine this is the only one they, they decide to choose. Like, oh, this is it. Like, we're going to choose this one over everything else. I, it's, I mean, it's it's really, it's completely beyond me. It, we'll put the link up to this and people can see, but I would take any frame in the Wimbledon picture story over this frame. Mm, yeah, you're right. And that's a really good one as well, huh? the Wimbledon That should one. never, that should, something like that should never happen. Like the whole reason that they have a singles category is that that picture needs to completely stand by itself. And the reason they have a story category is that that picture was made in conjunction with a whole bunch of other pictures to tell a story. Mm. And what we're talking about here is that the picture story, any of the 15 or 20 frames or whatever that's in that is better than the one that they chose for singles. So that guy just should have won everything, really. Oh, even the third place, which is vacant. I just, it's really weird that there's no, like, this, I mean, just, just here's the thing. Even if you like this picture, even if you're a fan of Messi or are Argentinian, or if you took this picture, we're really going to say that this is the best sports picture that was taken last year? That's really weird, though. I'd be very surprised if the photographer who made this picture would even think that himself. I'm um, just like, you know, um, before we started the show, I was, uh, Matt already uh, chose an image for um, uh, Cross County, and I was really looking for one. I said, I'm going to look for one for from the NBA's All-Star Weekend, which is all shit. And I looked at all, like, any sort of basketball picture it was all just terrible. So, randomly, I just kind of, you know, Search for 2014 um, best sports photos. Yeah, and what Matt said. I mean, I just found a couple were just mind-blowingly good. I mean, really beautiful picture. And to to see that World Press Photo decided to actually take this one over those 
is beyond me. It really, really, really is. I think I got more of a problem the fact that this was chosen rather than the fact that like this was a, a dubious quality of this photo. Like because there's so many other great photos. I mean, we in a, you'll see it in uh, Cross Country today. That you'll you know there's a page that you have to go to actually see like which photo that I'm talking about. Come on, it, it really like all these people are working very hard to take good photos. There are all the efforts that they've actually made into actually making these great images. Great images, huh? Good efforts, but they have great images. It's nothing when you have these really subpar images that win these awards. Basically, you know. We'll have the links to this, and you can see the number one picture is the one of Messi. The number two is one of the <laughs> assorted number of bad pictures of the Odell Beckham catch. Oh, God. Um, this isn't even the best picture of this play wrap your head around that this was voted second place in the world of sports pictures for last year and of all the plays that happen in all the different sports in all the different regions of the world this wasn't even the best picture of this play it's amazing that this was chosen and then the real the real joke of this is the third place (laughs) in the singles which is a just an awful take away the content of it <laughs> this is a bad black and white conversion that's definitely training right? ground stuff like i have to really say like wow that's really definitely you know what i mean this would get oh, God, we'll get slapped the, the first and second place i would say okay these aren't great pictures but you're on the right track whatever this picture is just bad all the way around but the the bad black and white conversion bothers me the most because there was no good reason to do it you have all this white in there and then you're trying to manage not blowing out the white with the skin tones. This is so far beyond bad that it's ridiculous. And then if you look at the stories, you have the first place, which is a story about people that don't have specific tickets to a match at Wimbledon, but just are allowed onto the grounds because they have a grounds ticket. This is great. Every one of these pictures is good. And that somebody went there and his this was his assignment is this is the best of sports photography this is what you the, this is the best really that you can ask for this is like somebody's editor said or the photographer came to the editor and said i want to do this and then they just let him go and he didn't have to worry about making action pictures he didn't have to worry about anything other than this is what you see if you don't have a ticket to any specific match, and it's great work. Oh, the second one was really shit, huh? The ser- uh, the story. It's not even a story. Yeah, right. Well, you go yeah, right. That's the thing. You go to the second place, and they're all very nice pictures of ski jumping. Uh, nothing that we haven't seen before, yeah. and nothing interesting. But it's not a story. It's just I went to the ski jumping, and these are all the action pictures that I made. It's unbelievable. Like if you said, okay, ex editor at some sports magazine or website or something like that in Europe and ski jumping is bigger there than it is here. So you go and they're like, all right, well, we want a story out of this. So I want you to show how scary it is. And I want you to show the equipment and I want you to show the locker room and the little house at the top where they stay warm until they jump. And then how relieved they are to still be living when they land and things like that. But this is none of that. I I scrolled through every one of these thinking, okay, at some point there's going to be a portrait or there's going to be you know, guys with their skis holding the real, the skis are super long and how high they're going to be over the guy's head or something like that. And there was just none of it. It's all blurred out action pictures. This doesn't even fit the definition of a story, a picture story. It just doesn't. But somehow this is 
the world press photos second place. I they, these people just fell down on the job. I know that we have I don't know hopefully not very many listeners who are like oh well they're just upset because they didn't win. Yeah, I didn't enter. Didn't even know about this. Don't care. Don't enter contests. They could have just as easily picked good pictures, and I'd be sitting here saying this is great work, like I am with the picture story. But. The first through third places in the singles and the second place in the stories. This is not good work. I'm sorry. It's not good. The funny thing is this really wasn't what we set out to talk about. We set out to talk about the GoPro. And the funny thing was it was shared to us. You found it. And I did. I did. I found it on uh, Petapix. Right. And then one of our participants commented that these were great pictures because of all the stuff that went into making them. That's where we originally had planned to go here. And so I want to take a couple minutes to talk about that because this is all kind of the same. This is all the same thing. I mean... The yeah, I think like friends. I think especially the Odell Beckham thing. I think you no, know, we. I mean, it's it's one of those things like it's great moment, shitty picture thing, you know. And it's I think it does have a like very high relate, a very similar relation to the. It took a lot of effort into getting to position. It took an effort into getting to an access or getting like you had. You took a you know. There's a lot of effort involved in getting. A picture. I think people got a bit confused that it means nothing. It's like when you ask, like when we have like you win a training round and people say like, oh, this is my first time shooting uh, with this camera or this is the first time I'm shooting with, uh, uh, no, this is the first time I'm shooting uh, American football or this is like, you know, this, that, like all the excuses. But at the end of the day, it does not matter. Like, would you think we're going to go easy on you just because it was your first time? No, why would we? We would consider it, but if the picture itself is crappy or whatever, it was not good. It's not good. Just because it was, you you told us that you climbed eight mountains to get this particular picture, does it make it automatically right. good? Are we supposed to then like give you more, you know, more props for doing that? Well, and and that's but what the end result is very right, very and bad. that's and that's where we were with the GoPro stuff. It's. The, the comment was that the photographer has to go everywhere that the skier goes. And so they need to know how to ski or snowboard and they need to stay out of the avalanche zone and uh, not fall off the mountain or something like that. Don't care. And yeah, it's one of the first, I guess one of the first big events that I ever shot was snowboarding. And I do know how to snowboard pretty well, actually. And it was very difficult because they were having the different events on the different parts of the mountain. So you had to be able to get from one part to the other and get on the lift with all your gear and all that. And you had to keep the gear from fogging over. It was, I don't know if anybody's ever been on the side of a half pipe for snowboarding, but it's ice, you know, it's not snow. It's snowboarding, but it's on ice so that the pipe will maintain its shape. It's frozen and so i'm standing on the side of it and there were a couple times where i almost fell in and ended up on national tv uh the photographer who, who fell into the super pipe um i made i don't know four good pictures in three days i was not good back then but all the work that i did and like not dying and all of that doesn't make any of the rest of those pictures any better they still suck you know the times where we have to lay down in the rain the t- the rodeos that I have to shoot in the mud where it's harder to keep the mud off the front of the camera than it is to actually make pictures those don't mean that the pictures that i'm getting are any good and i i really i need to break this chain of uh, thinking that the the effort that goes into it somehow makes the pictures better. It really, really doesn't. You can make 
a great picture, not even looking through the viewfinder, just shooting from your hip, walking through a crowd. And you can make a terrible, terrible picture where you've absolutely risked your life. War photographers going into war zones risk their life all the time. But their pictures aren't any better because of it. Either they're good or they're not good. You can win a prize, you can uh, get your picture published, but what goes into it doesn't matter. And what kind of recognition you've gotten for it doesn't matter. It's only if it's a good picture or not a good picture. That's it. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it that way, you know, we we could give two shits about your excuses, the reasoning behind anything, because at the end, what we're looking at is your photos and we don't really, you know, this is not like sports journalism course. This is actually sports, you know, photography course. If you want to see it that way. So if the explanation, and I think... One thing I, I do realize what is confusing people is that I think, first of all, the, the great moment equals great uh, image thing, which is not true. But I also think there's just I just kind of think that the level of photography, sports photography in general is getting lower and lower and lower um, each year. And I think so many of these great photos never get published. I mean, I have to go through everything to like find good pictures now because they don't use these pictures at all. I mean, I was looking at the um, All-Star Weekend pictures. They were just dire, just really bad photos. But people will look at them because it's NBA All-Star Weekend. That's it. It's the only, only reason why that those are actually even looked at. You know, as much as we like to teach you how to take better pictures, I think we also like to teach you how to kind of train your eyes to see like what's good and what's bad. And it's very, very important because that will then reflect on your own photos and what you deem as very, very good and what you deem as very, very bad. You should be able to actually decide what your, how good your pictures are, how not good your pictures are. So in that, with all that, um, we will go and you know talk about something else. But it's very important. Like this is something we well, we'll probably come back to it in the future if people really don't get it. But at least, you know, we talked about it. Uh, we touched on it. And uh, let's just hope that um, we'll get better pictures for um, next uh, World Press Photo um, Awards because yeah, we'll be back. If you're listening to this on iTunes, thank Apple and then rate us. The higher we are rated, the more popular we are. And one day, we might be featured as the top sports photography podcast. That's it. Not only is you win a monthly themed competition, it is your chance to bask yourself in sports photography limelight. Listeners spit their photos against one another for a chance to enter the kingdom of BLFS. And of course, win a t-shirt while you're at it. If you want to play along, pause this podcast now. Pause. Good. Now go to our Flickr group page and click on this month's You Win thread. Will you win? Find out now. Or you can probably, like, if you see the blog post you probably saw that who won which probably you shouldn't then maybe you should just like not look at the blog post before we listen to the podcast but you have to go to the blog post you know that's actually it's been it's catch 22 anyway you'll probably know at this point like who won but i don't at this point because we have to discuss it and um we changed the the rules and regulations for you when now we are not going to have any themes and i would like to have them but it's just very difficult because the quality was so low last year that we hope to have more participants you know giving us uh, quality pictures and uh matt pointed out that like how many pictures you know do we have for you and i said only five and he said hmm, it's not much and it's not many because i told some of you to get out of here and go in training ground 
because you don't really deserve to be in it with that kind of you know crap that you're throwing at us at the UN. Because for UN, it should be really high, I mean, top class stuff, which Matt thinks there's only three in this month you win. Let's do five pictures, so. And uh, we'll find out what I think is actually not as good as the three. So, Matt Cohen, number three. Number three, I have Mikhail Borman, uh, ski championships of, how would you say that? Udmurtia? <laughs> Sounds made up, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, yes, it is Udmurtia, but it probably isn't spelled, I mean, pronounced the right way. Yeah. But we're not uh, Russian, okay. so we can't really do anything. Yeah. Sorry, Mikhail. Anyway, no. it sounds made up. Sounds like he shot this somewhere else and changed the name. But he wouldn't. Uh, no. Anyway, so I like this picture. I like the idea of it. The execution, it's just not there. No. So what do we what do we mean by that? Well, there's a lot of dead space right in the middle that would have been better if that had been filled up by the skiers in the background. As it stands right now, I can see what you're trying to do. The blurred out guys that you can just barely make out in the foreground and then the actual skiers in the background. But it's just sloppily composed and maybe there wasn't anything you could do about it but that doesn't mean that whatever you could do necessarily work or didn't work what you want with a picture like this is you want to be able to see those guys in the front but you want the guys who are actually in focus to be doing something and since they're so far away and there's not a whole lot of detail it's just like guys on skis you really want them to either be doing something crazy like all going over a jump at the same time. Like if you were shooting, uh, if this was like steeplechase and the guys in the front were runners and the guys in the back were the ones that were in focus and they were going over the hurdle in the steeplechase, that would be one thing. Or what do you want? Well, those guys are like in a line, but it really has no symmetry going on with what's in the foreground and out of focus. So I would want that gap that's in the middle to the left to be filled up with the skiers. And maybe maybe this was the only chance that you had and they just didn't cooperate. Or maybe you should have stayed at that place for some more laps or some more heats or whatever they were doing there to get it to the point where it the picture made sense to itself. And right now it doesn't. It just looks like, okay, well, that's a cool idea, but it doesn't really work because of the there's no symmetry in the big gap in the white space. Yeah. But still better than the other two that I did not pick. That's the reason why I didn't pick this one. And my number three is uh, Tom Beery's... Um line out photo i we just we just i mean the, the video is not up yet but the um the critical beatdown thing we did and this is the best picture that he had and i really really liked it because it's such a because I, we've seen so many line out shots like so many of them throughout the history of big lens fast shutter and they've been just really boring all the time and he came up with a unique perspective it works see effort good photo doesn't equal each other but there's an effort and creativity involved in it and he executed i think and to me i really really like this one and it's third place because i don't know why like it's just yeah there's certain things i don't like i don't like kind of about like that guy <laughs> that guy bothers me on the right hand side like he's, he's lifting the uh, the other guy up yeah you may say like well you can't really do anything about it well, well i really wanted him to do something about it. like i want tom to do something about it and maybe next time he's going to get a chance like this, maybe he'll, he'll find a way to do something. When If the two guys go up at the same time, at the same height, then you can cut off there, like at the chest is. And you can get rid of the um, the guy who's carrying him um, at the, right below that. The ball's good, the hand is good, and uh, the sky is good. And I, I think it's a really, really good photo. But yeah, I don't really like the guy you know, on the right. So that's my third. And your second? Man, that's nitpicky. Second is Kevin Souza. 
the Grand Rapids Griffins at Hamilton's Bulldogs. Uh, hockey picture right up against the glass, but interesting lighting. I don't know. I mean, these are the kind of pictures where you ha- you really have to shoot many games to get usable pictures and he's done it here because the composition works with the player on the ice just above where his arm is and the look on his face he's actually looks like he's playing a game i like the detail in the glove Mm. and the way the light's hitting him it's good i this is a good picture this is better than a lot of the stuff we've seen from kevin lately and it's my second as well it's got quite gritty feel to it like quite I like the fact that it's a bit, you know, a bit dark around the edges. I don't know if you did it intentionally or not, but, you know, it also just the details you can see on the gloves. And it's very different from a lot of the um, the hockey shots that we see. Just got just got atmosphere to it. Um, the composition worked very, very well. It fills it. I think the guy, the opponent on the lower left hand side also actually works as well. It's actually quite cool. I will, of course, nitpick. I was hoping that the opponent would be doing something much more than kind of skating towards him but you know if i don't nitpick him why could actually be second place so uh yeah that really is uh my um yeah my second place so that means we have a different first place huh matt colin yeah go ahead uh mine is tom's rugby picture ah okay why Uh, why because the third guy doesn't bother me at all and i like the I just like the composition of this. I like how clean it is. I like the position of the hand, and I like the how the hand is flexed out like that. I like the sun bouncing off the ball, but the ball mostly being in the shadow. And I like the position of the guys who are going for the ball. My first place is the other rugby one that they've got all the guys in the... There's some beautiful symmetry for me in this picture. It works very, very well, I think... I don't know why it does. I kept looking at it thinking like, why do I like this so much? And I can't really tell why. I'm sorry. I wish I could articulate myself more, but I just couldn't really. But I think the symmetry of it, um, everyone's kind of like looking towards one direction. There's a, there's a <laughs> dopey guy on the left as well. But yeah. it feels like it's a very right moment at the right time. And it really makes it very, to me, a very, very good portrait. And a very otherwise, you know, weird sports where people are just going to beat the sh- shit out of each other. I also have to nitpick the fact that like it, there's a guy in the background that really kind of bothers me, and also the guy on the side it just bothers me as well. At least I thought like, well, okay, like if the guy on the left who's not looking anywhere near the direction of the, the camera, if that guy was cut off, it would be even better, and I should be you know a bit more centered and everything as well. But the guy in the background, hmm, you know, the more I look at it, it's a bit. So that re- I, I know, I really like the composition of this one. I, I can't really like, you know, say which or what about it, but it's just kind of a bit of a feeling. I can't really, say, I can't, I, I know I can't say feeling, but it's a bit of a gut instinct thing. I really like this photo more than the others. Uh, it's insane. There's no way this picture is better than Tom's, and there's no way this is better than Kevin's. Really, I really like this one. There's no way. You can like it. It does have an atmosphere. They are muddy. They are um, looking the same you know, direction. These, you know, mo- the- yeah, most of them are, but not all of them. I don't know. I mean, it does look like these guys are like from the backwoods of West Virginia or something like that. I mean, they look like they're yeah, yeah. inbred or something. But yeah. um, that's not enough. It's not enough. Hmm. And it's not, you know, it's it's better than some of the other ones that we've seen because the people in the picture, are, even the guy who's not looking at the camera, is still interesting enough to be in there. 
and everybody else is more or less looking the same way, but it's, that doesn't get it done. I just like see, you know, like the least flaw that I see is Kevin's to me uh, because I, that guy really bothers me on uh, the Tom's one, you know? It really, really bothers that that dude on the right. Really, really bothers me. I don't, I don't know why. I keep on looking at. It, it's like I always just go to that guy. That guy's just there. That guy who's lifting the other guy up, just there, and I can see it. And it just, it, it kind of suspends reality for me. But Kevin's thing, I really like. I, if I, I, if I had to choose, I'll go for the Kevin thing for one. All right, so it's Kevin, Tom, Mikhail. <laughs> this doesn't. I'm sorry, I cannot. <laughs> Under any circumstances, okay, give fine, you that fine, this fine. picture okay, is better. I'll, I'll take Kevin. I'll take Kevin. Uh, I'll give Mikhail third place. All right. So Kevin, Tom, Mikhail. All right. And we had we never really had this kind of problem last year because we just kind of didn't have that many to choose from. So well, it should be an interesting season of uh, you win. So I think it will be quite dead heat every single month because we will have high. I mean, it's much more than we had last year. You know. So we'll have a lot more discussions about it because last year was like, okay, we got one picture that was good and the rest is shit. Um, and this year, I think it's a bit different. So expect more of these um, amusing uh, arguments between uh, Matt and I. So it should be good. So that ends you win. Not only is you win a monthly themed competition, and it isn't anymore. It's not. It's a non-themed competition. It, we just, just try to choose the best photo of that month. To participate and you win, go to flickr.com and search for a group big lens fast shutter. Follow the directions, post your pictures, and pray to God. Please post your best ones. If we ask you to post, now take that uh, the the photo out of you win and put it in training ground, this you know whole thing should be all about the best pictures out there. If you came here looking for info on Training Ground, you are out of luck. Kind of, but not quite. We've moved it to YouTube, and therefore you get to see your rewards and punishments on video. Go to YouTube.com and search for Big Lens Fast Shutter for separate words. Think we've only got bad things to say about sports photography? You say we got no soul? Hell no. We're going to prove you wrong with... There's no echo, by the way. I just made it up. (laughs) Time to hold your fellow sports photographer's hands as we tell you why a specific sports photograph makes us quiver with joy. I think like recording like later on during the day just is a disaster for both of us. Bad. Yeah, Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Um, Let's just go and see. I mean, you can see with your own eyes... Um, what other photos are actually quite good in 2014 but let's start with Matt Cohen who's got one from the what is it called Pebble Beach yeah Pebble Beach it is a golf course that's right on the coast it's in like central central California it's like right next to Matt's house it's not next to my house California is very small uh so every I don't know I guess it's every February they they have a pro-am and they have some of the top pros and then a bunch of celebrities who also play golf. And it always ends up being like the pictures are of Bill Murray wearing a funny hat and trying to be like the like his character in Caddyshack or something. I very, very rarely see actual good pictures from this tournament. I have no idea why. It is a pain in the ass to cover. There's three different courses and it's four different days and it's 
a lot of walking around for not very much reward but i hadn't seen anything since our last episode that made me really want to mark it as something that we would discuss on cross counter and then i was looking on instagram yesterday and my friend jose shot the pebble beach pro-am and man he really nailed it with this picture again the link is on the site it is the winner of the tournament brant snedeker waving to the gallery um as he's coming up to the last hole and it's black and white it's done very nicely. The thing about Pebble Beach is that it's right by the coast, and the coast in most parts of California is very foggy because the ocean is cold and inland is very hot, so it pulls a lot of moisture, and it ends up being very, very foggy. Sometimes you can't see, I don't know, 30 yards away. So what Jose did was he used the fog, he used a silhouette, he got a lot of different tones in the trees, that's another part of Pebble Beach. There's cypress trees and other kinds of trees that are all around the course. It's really pretty. And so he's really, he's nailed it here. He, This is what it looks like at Pebble Beach. It's always foggy. There's always trees in the background. And he's done that. And then he's also got the guy who won the tournament waving to the fans. A very minor part of the picture. But all those things together makes it work really well. And I really enjoy this picture a lot. I like it but I think it's it's to me like I'm just like stepping back and thinking okay can I from the get-go can I tell it's a golf shot and I can't and that's a bit of a problem to me it just looks like a stick and there's no something at the end of the stick but of course it's it's one of those things like if you know the context of it is that you can enjoy it more but if you don't it's like you know this is also very true for a lot of pictures that you think you've got it and then you're just, you you have to ask yourself whether or not you can tell what's going on. It's not 100% necessary. You, you need to know like 100% what's going on because you just kind of get the feel of it. And the feel of it, of this photo, is very beautiful. When you can see the foggy uh, the trees in the background, you see the silhouette and everything is good. But if I have to like see it as a, a golf picture, I need to see the club as a club. Otherwise, I can't really say what's going on over here. It's it's really such mind, like very, very small details but to me, it's very, very important that it's it's there. I mean, he's got this guy's got a funny, you know, Snedeker, Snedeker, whatever his name is, very funny name. But I was just kind of hoping that if there was a frame before or after, they had the head of the the club, you can actually tell there's a golf club, and like he's not some guy just like walking across like some, you know, foggy place, just tipping his hat to someone or just taking his hat off. So. Mm, golfers are the ones that tip their hats like that and that's skinny enough that it's not a baseball bat and what else could it be lacrosse players wear helmets so it could be a walking stick it could be anything you know i understand i understand but i'm actually like not here to agree with you for i mean i'm not i'm not even playing devil's advocate like i'm actually not agreeing i'm not disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing i'm actually i that really does bother me so i'm gonna say that all right well but mine i don't you know would it be better if you could you know, if he was holding it at a different angle and part of it was on one side of him and part of it was on the other side and you could see that it was a, a club, uh, that it was his putter yeah, or something yeah, like I think that. I would, have, I would, would um, you know? Maybe, yeah. It also could have looked like part of his body, which wouldn't have been yeah, as good. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I do need to see that it's actually a club. Like, I just think that... Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's necessary. Because mine's better than yours. It's good, mine. <laughs> so after, like, going through a lot of pictures, I couldn't find anything. So I typed in uh, best sports picture of 2014 and I got the UK business insider.com had this, um, you know, series of pictures. And if you can scroll down, Matt will probably give you the link to it. 
There's uh, Yelena Yankovic. Is, uh, I have no idea who that is, but she's a tennis player. I don't really care. And um, this dude made a, a picture. Um, Andy Lyons from Getty Images. And it, it really, you have to kind of like see it a couple of times. And it's like, okay, so what's going on here? Because he's got all the angles right, which is very, very rare. I had to like, when I first saw it, I was like, what the f*** is going on? And for like further, you know, upon further review, I realized like, oh yeah, he's actually like somewhere quite high and he's got like a roof over and that he's actually like, it's like, oh, it's really interesting. I just the, the whole geometry thing. I think it's beautiful. It's a very, very beautiful picture. Is it a great moment? No, but I don't think it really matters because it's just a pretty cool picture. Um, I think that because I'm a bit sucker for lines. I like lines. I like geometry. And uh, these things just like it really, it's up my alley and I really, really like it. I don't like Getty Images, but I like this photo. No, I like this picture too. I, I think that, so take a look at it and see how the, everything is parallel and perpendicular. Mm. This picture would not have worked if it was off even by a yeah, little bit. It would really, really bother, you know, if you're looking at it. If that green, the, the topmost part of the green wasn't in the, the, uh, the structure didn't come across there at exactly the right angle so if you look at that 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 strip of green in between the blue of the court the part of the court that's in play and then the black of the structure that part is exactly parallel to each other the green part of it is it's like an exact rectangle and then the line the baseline and the other part of the structure again exactly a rectangle that kind of thing is really important because if you were just sloppy and you were just walking by going to a different court and you're like, oh, that's cool. I'll just take a picture of this. And it ends up being like the angles off at a odd at an odd way that's distracting to it. Nowhere near as good no. a picture. This, It's not a great moment. What he's done is found something that's unique to this stadium and figured out a way to work it into a picture. And it, it only works because of those things, because those lines are exactly parallel and the angle that he's shooting at worked exactly would this have been a better picture if there was a better shadow would it have been better if she was uh you know it was at a different time of the day and the shadow was actually her you know if the if the light was going um if the sun was more on his side and the shadow was directly behind her and you could see her arm throwing up the ball on the racket yeah it definitely would have been a better picture or if she had been lunging or diving or something like that yeah i think that just would have a regular been yeah yeah a regular serve with the sun straight mm. up overhead is not the best moment i agree i agree and this picture would have been better with a better moment with a better shadow with better lighting but it doesn't take away from the fact that what he did was made a picture here that no you can't make it any other court anywhere else you can make cool pictures incorporating the structure of the stadium but it's not going to look just like this because this is obviously something that's very special to the stadium so it's good but it's you know again like Rhea was nitpicking my picture you could nitpick this all day because mm. got most of it there but then the tiny little detail of can we have like a more interesting shadow or can we have a more interesting play is not there because this is just you know she's just throwing up the ball for the serve yeah no i agree I absolutely agree. but in, in any case it wouldn't have actually won the sports photography of the year or anything you know i mean never <laughs> this photo no way no way no way messy picture better the other uh, the guy going down in black and white city picture better <laughs> honestly i mean it's crazy and the beautiful pictures you know people do great i mean people do great job and we don't reward them 
it's really sad. It really is really, really sad. I'm sorry to say this. It really, really, it really bothers me to no end that these people do a great job and they're not recognized for it. They're recognized in businessinsider.com, you know? I mean, come on. And with that, we end the 45th episode of Big Lens Fast Shutter. So Candace, without you, my beautiful listeners, and obviously Rob with two Bs, our wonderful producer, Extraordinaire. Even if you're not as evil as Matt Cohen, please go to our Facebook page and like us. Better yet, do that and subscribe to our blog at BigLensFastShutter.com so that you won't miss any of our latest and greatest hits. And if you love us even more, please rate this podcast on iTunes. And obviously, if you have that dollar in your pocket, Please donate them or it to us. So to recap, Facebook, blog, iTunes, and donate. Rinse, repeat, love us more. See you next month.